Welcome to DAI's Didn't Hate It podcast. I'm here with some friends of mine here. And this is the podcast where where idiots review all kinds of stuff. We do reviews, <laughs> news, <laughs> with a couple of dudes and a lady or two. We only got one, though. Still. Uh, still here. Still here. Thanks, everybody. But he's still working that tagline out, you know. Uh, I could have butchered the tagline yeah. like that. <laughs> That's awesome, Zach. Thank you. And Zach, uh, your better half is here. My better half. She's right there. I'm right here. Her name's Story. My name's Zach, and this is a podcast. <laughs> Not yet, but we hope it turns into one. And Josiah. What's up? Say hello. I'm here. All your fan mail that comes pouring oh, yes. in and stuff. Yeah, y'all need to calm down on that, by the way. <laughs> I don't have time to read. Mailbags. Is the that post what office you... is going to interrupt with another mailbag. Probably. <laughs> Is is that what you keep throwing in the garbage every day? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all the fan mail. I'm like, <laughs> and uh, this guy, I'm a uh, Otis from uh, Hollywood Hollywood Horses. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's <pretty good. laughs> so today we're going to be talking about um, um, horror, mystery, sci-fi, thriller. IMDb says is what it is. I nope. think it kind of hits all of that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> They say that a lot in the movie, too, so yeah. it's not just us. Uh, at a couple key moments, it's, yeah. it's pretty sharp. So how many here have seen the movie? Have we all seen it? I've seen it. I lived the movie. I lived it. How many times have you seen it? Uh, one and a half. One and a half, mm -hmm. yeah, because you were there when Lewis and I were watching it. My s first watch, your second watch, I think. Yeah, I watched I, again last night with my mom. Man, I wanted to watch it last night, and it was just got too late. What, but what's I've your mom think? She was very confused. Okay. Well, she she well, can be easily confused. That, by my movies. mom is the same. <laughs> that's, all, that's all right. That's all right. So do we want to kind of share a little bit about just initial, I hated it, loved it, didn't hate it, didn't love it? I didn't hate it. It was. I thought it was a good movie. It was. But uh, don't say didn't hate it. Just say I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's our rating system. We that's have right. to rate wait, it. Wait. It, it. The rating system is this. As you said, I didn't hate it, but the inflection oh, matters. Oh, yes. Yeah. I didn't hate I it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah. And then we wait for Tori to have the controversial <laughs> yeah. opinion here. Uh, I didn't hate it. Ah, uh, what'd I tell you? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. What would you, one to ten, what would you say? It's seven. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's that's yeah, pretty good. good. But that's an, we filter through the IMDb kind of deal. Because when I yeah. rate on IMDb, it's like I saved my, I don't think I've given anything a 10. I've Me given either. a couple things a nine, a few eights. Yeah. I've only yeah. given a handful of ones and I've never given a 10. So yeah. now tell me this on IMDb, huh. do you guys give it a 10 just to kind of sway it because you yeah. liked it or you think the movie deserved it? Or do you stay honest to yourself? And it, it depends. Sometimes I give things like that. I'd know of people that worked on it that are smaller things a little more, but also because like IMDb doesn't have 6.5. So if I really liked it, but you know, it faltered in a few ways, I might give it a seven, even though it's it probably closer to a six. But yeah, yeah. I think I'm a little generous sometimes, maybe, and give mm -hmm. it that extra little It just it depends the movie. Yeah. And and then sometimes I'm like, the movie was good, but you know, I'm not gonna watch it again. So yeah. five or six is good for me. Yeah. You know? Well, at least it's a little more granular than Ebert, Siskel and Ebert's, you know, yeah, yeah. two thumbs up kind of deal. Because there's not much range in there, right? Yeah. Uh, or we could do a rating system where we just threw tomatoes at it. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, we Popcorn should do and tomatoes. <laughs> yes. Wow, I got an idea for a website now. <laughs> um, to, no. 
Just kidding. Um, how do you guys leave a comment? I'd like to know how you guys rate it too. I do wish IMDb though was zero to a hundred so that you could. I wish we had decimal points. So Mr. DB, please update that at some point here because I am as his first name. DB is his last name. Mr. DB, Mr. Man, I've been wondering about that. (laughs) Well, let's get into this, man. So our film is Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a question before we start. Uh Um, Rob, Uh (laughs) what's the plot? Why are you asking me the plot? What, uh, what? What's the plot? All right, so are we just going to say spoiler alert? Because I don't know what we're going to yeah, say. Yeah, let's just do, this is all spoilers. Yeah. Though. It's hard not to spoil. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't talk about it. I went into it not really knowing what it was about at yeah. all. And I think that's the best way to see this movie. Yep. So before we get into any kind of spoilers, let me say this. I'm not a horror film guy. I don't like slasher movies and serial killer movies and blood and guts and gore and spells and demons and stuff. I don't like any of that. This is not that. Um, I would say, I would say in my mind, this is not a horror movie. This is a thriller. Would you guys disagree? Is, are, is there anything in there that is just like horror horrific? That one yeah. scene. Yeah. And, and that's the, and I didn't see much of the marketing cause I wanted to go Don't into it. But, but yeah, yeah, but that one, you know what scene I'm talking about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in the house. Um, but other than that, I think it's a thriller that they, like marketed as a horror movie really well yeah, yeah. because that way you didn't like have wrong expectations, but it's still not a horror horror. Yeah. So. I will say that there are a few, um, maybe, uh, pretty scary tense moments and stuff and a few images. Cause I'm thinking about the Gordy scene and we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit. There are some horror elements to it, but it is not, what I would consider a horror film. So if you're kind of like me, I would say, check it out. It's yeah. no H2O. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> it is Halloween five. Oh, okay. yeah. 19. You don't know Halloween what H2O 19. is? Come on. Murder in space. All right. You want to start spoiling <laughs> the crap out of this film now? Yep. Yeah, we All can. Right, so that's your, that's your warning. We're not holding back from this point on. So Nope is about a rabbit that goes big teeth. that goes not just totally. <laughs> Kind so, of. <laughs> so what is the plot? Let's talk about the, let's just talk about the story overall. All right. Here's the plot. I'm going to, I'm going to break it down for you. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So UFO, there's a UFO in the sky. Well, he cut right. Or so there. you think, yeah, I've cut to the chase because you've already seen it at this point, right? Maybe so, it's you. So you think, right? But then it turns out like it's this animal type thing that's like hunting horses and stuff. And then like food. Glenn from Walking Dead is trying to uh, like make a look like a tourist attraction centered around this UFO type animal thing, and then uh, he gets eight, and then uh, <laughs> this is some fun. and then pretty much it's uh, mostly them just trying to like get proof that this thing exists. Is, okay. is the sure, <laughs> that's, the <plot. laughs> no, that's the plot. That's pretty succinct. Jordan Peele is sitting there going, yeah, he got it. Uh, <laughs> he's literally over there. Jordan's in there. Yeah, he's right over there. Does, yeah, that white boy get it. <laughs> no, I think Jordan's like, nope. <laughs> uh, for me, the plot is this. It, it is subjective as always. The plot is flying stingray eats horses. But why are they so expensive? Like, I don't get why... Jupe, who is Glenn from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I don't get why he's um paying eleven thousand dollars to feed this horse. 
You know, to feed the horse I to mean, the monster. Yeah, yeah, to feed the monster. Um, oh, well, I, horses I aren't cheap, and those and aren't just they were regular show horses. horses. Yeah, yeah, they were they weren't just regular horses. He wasn't just feeding it; he was trying to make the attraction. So, uh, in the end, when like it just like takes them all, like he, he was planning on many shows. Like that was just the first of many. Mm-hmm. So, well, he'd already bought ten horses. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Jupe goes and says, "Hey, yeah, I want to talk about how I can get the horses back." And he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, yeah, at that, that. <laughs> for me at that moment too, it felt like Jupe knows that he's all in. He's not going to survive. This is like the end for him somehow because sure. he doesn't care about saving face and getting the horses. He's just trying. Well, I think his character, kind of weird, though, I think his character thought that it was going to blow up. Cause if you think about that, uh, like in a good way for him, like he thought the attraction was going to be a huge success. Hmm. And then like, they'd be droves. Cause if you think about like, um, the amount of people that were there for the grand reveal, there's like, you know, no one, if it, yeah. only friends and family members. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in a way he but saved that's a, a lot good of meal. lives. 30 people's a exactly. good meal. Yeah. It's not a buffet, but it's like, you know, it's an entree. Yeah. Well, pretty. I felt like uh, Glenn from Walking Dead, yeah. Stephen Yen, I feel like his character was a little more nihilistic in his outlook is what I felt sure. like. Like there was a little sense of hope, but it was like that last dying hope that this is all he can do because yeah. he was the child star. and Yeah, that scene where he's like staring off into the distance, yeah. like as his wife's trying on his hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, I like that scene too when he's talking about the SNL skit uh, about Gordy, and then yeah. they flash back to him as a kid with like the blood sp- spattered on him. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, scene. well, and I think too is like there's this relationship that we see. At first, I was like, why do we even need the Gordy stuff? Like, why is this such a p- pivotal plot point? Yeah, and then as we watched it, and like the end comes, and what happens to Jupe and his people, you know. um, happens i'm like oh i get it now like he thought because because gordy didn't kill him and like like the way that you see gordy go out fist bump that he's like he's like, i can tame the beast see right. i i uh, get that's, that that's good that's but that's i'd like to insight. piggyback on that and say i think the gordy stuff was a little too centric because i i feel like it was a red herring that didn't go many places because at the beginning i feel like i was thinking it's this thing that's like driving animals crazy because like they open with Gordy, then you see the mm-hmm. the horses are doing weird stuff, and then uh, the praying mantis like blocks the camera. Yeah. Well, that had nothing to do with any of it, right? It's just this big red herring at the end of it, but and I, it does build Steven Yeun's character. But nah. yeah. I, but felt, I, th- I think you guys are onto it though with the animals and stuff because he was trying to study because of his traumatic experience with the monkey, the chimpanzee. I feel like he was starting to pay attention to how animals operate and stuff like that well mm-hmm. uh the, the main character oj and mm-hmm. steven yen's character what was steven yen's character's name uh, jupe, jupe. Jupe. yeah i keep forgetting short for J- jupiter yeah but yeah i think they were paying attention and like both of them wanted to control things outside their control and you know praying manis isn't a huge dangerous beast but you can't control that thing you know right yeah, um, there were some there were some subtleties in there, nuances. What were yeah. you saying? I was going to say that maybe the Gordy stuff would have felt more justified to me if Stephen Yoon's character Jupe had more screen time. Like he was yeah. one of my favorite characters in the movie. I feel like yeah. he's taken out pretty early, like in the second act, and that's yeah. why like the the entire point of the Gordy stuff is for his character. So once his character is gone, it it just kind of feels a little more yeah. pointless. I don't know if it might have been too much, but like maybe if he survived that uh. That whole, yep. like in a, he, and he was helping them. 
Yeah, yeah. Good footage and he sacrificed himself. Then it would play into, it would be an extra layer. I just yeah. feel like they were trying to add an extra layer and then it just kind of went nowhere for me. But yeah. but it's not like bad. Like I yeah. liked all the Gordy stuff and, and as well. It's just like it's its own chapter. Yeah. You know, they have the chapters by the horses and Gordy gets his own and it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously like rewatching it, it, uh, it sort of felt better. It felt like it flowed better right. after like a couple of rewatches. Yeah. So Tori, you're awful quiet over there. We're we're kind of beating up on the movie at this point, I think. But that's okay. That's what I do. It's kind of what we do, <laughs> yeah. you know. And Jordan uh, understands. He's sitting right yeah. there. He's like, he's, over there. he's nodding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And if you guys don't know it out there, we are filmmakers. We uh, almost all of us write and shoot, and we're working on feature film work and things like that. Done a number of short films that have played around the world and compete locally and all that. Won some awards. So we're constantly critiquing and right. so we're experts, Mr. Peel. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are, we do. We are very critical of movies. And I think that's a, a cool thing because we don't do it just to beat up on a movie. We b- do it to try to avoid some mistakes and things. So we're beating up on a little bit. What what are some parts of it that what just kind of did it did something sour it for you or just did it never come together or how, how would you describe that? I said something yesterday. I'm trying to remember what I said. Take your time. Yeah. Yeah, deep breath. Take your time. We're it's here okay. for you. Um, you were talking about the, you wanted more UFO-y stuff. Like, or I, I don't think I wanted it to be entirely sci-fi UFO vibes. I wanted more so something that was kind of made you think, which it did. It made you think a lot. But I didn't want it to really lean into that sci-fi, I guess. See, I was pleasantly surprised that it was kind of sci-fi-ish. Because yeah. I don't even know if I knew it was about a UFO. Like, because <laughs> like, every time a trailer came on, I think yeah. me and you both were like, this, like yeah. in the movie theater, like not see the trailer. <laughs> and then the poster, like, it just shows something in the sky. So, like, I assumed it was something like that. Yeah. And most of the posters are just the characters looking up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all the marketing on TV and stuff was just Kiki Palmer saying, saying nope, like, 40 times. That's mm-hmm. it. So, like, I had no expectation. And I'm a sci-fi guy, so mm-hmm. when it, it kind of slowly revealed it was, like, a UFO-type thing, um... I, I love that, but I actually wish they would have done that like more with the UFO type thing instead uh-huh. of like make it its own animal. But that's cool too because I've never seen it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like, I did like that. Um, they brought so many uh, human, hum, human, you know, real people characters to it, and I did. We were watching it here in the studio on the big screen, and uh, and Lewis had seen it, and I asked you. Kiki Palmer's character, I said, is she like a real person or is she a cartoon character? Because she she was just nonstop chatty and didn't take didn't seem to take anything serious and stuff. And I didn't care for the character at all. I loved and her. Then, um, <laughs> Thought she was and then and then she kind of grew on me a little bit. And then I understood what Jordan Peele was doing. He had a very chatty character, and the brother OJ was like really quiet. He almost said nothing. Right. Right. And his eyes did the talking, which was just great for me. And then you throw Steven Yen's character in with the very clearly traumatized as a kid, being a child star and the chimpanzee going wild and eating a woman's face off and stuff like that. And then you've got the uh, tech guy, too, that's yeah. there. Yeah, the goofy tech he's, guy. He's a little chatty, but uh, 
I I thought Kiki was very charming. I think yeah. the point of him is he's not charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, hey, he's honestly funny. probably one of my least favorite characters in the movie. Ah, really? I I liked him at the end. I didn't yeah. like him like when they first introduced him, and it it became obvious that he was a supporting character at this yeah. movie. I was like, oh, jeez. But <laughs> at towards the end, like when he's with them and he gets like tangled up in the barbed wire, I'm like, okay, yeah, like he's he's riding or dying. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind him. He kind of bugged me just a couple spots, and then I got uh, kind of yeah. understood who he was, you know, the geek squad type guy, techie and stuff like that, but still, you know, trying to figure out life and girlfriends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. And I was thinking that 20 years ago, that would have been Sean William Scott playing that. Right. He would have been <laughs> cast as that character, right? Right. And uh, he almost kind of looked like him a little bit, now that I think about it. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. There's several things that I really liked about the movie. Um, first thing is I like that, um, the first act, you're kind of like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that puzzle of like that clueless, like, yeah. I have no idea where this I is. I mean, going. obviously like from the first scene, yeah. you see, you know, you, you're like, something's in the sky mm-hmm. and like, we're Americans. So <laughs> it's a UFO, <laughs> you know, it's not a cloud. <laughs> yeah. You'll and, never look at clouds the same way again, by the way. Yeah, that opening scene with Gordy and then like the stuff falling from the sky and hitting his dad in the eye. That was like yeah. really good. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like, I, I guess I wish it would have tied in more because like it, I'm the same the way. The flow of that. that was nice, but like the opening, like it gets your attention real soon. And, and I was telling him the other day, like the image of like the dad slumped over on the horse and then when he comes back after the dad's you know gone and the key is stuck in the back of the horse like those images are stuck with me for whatever reason oh yeah well it's a motif throughout the whole movie of like trying to tame the beast yeah yeah and at the end that's what they try to do is they're like we're gonna get this shot and they kind of tame the beast at the very end well i think their goal was not to tame it but to run it you know what i mean well i I I think they even said that i think that's a major plot point too or yeah in the movies, like you can't tame the beast. Only thing right. you can do is like focus destroy that energy. sucker. So are you <laughs> telling me that the theme of this movie is the same theme of Jurassic World Three? Sometimes the theme of every I, I movie. I want to say no, yeah. but yes, yes, yeah, yes. It kind of. <laughs> well, we're uh, overcoming the monsters. I mean, that's probably right. you know we as screenwriters and stuff. You have to have the bad guy or the monster in the film much bigger than the protagonist yeah. because you want to your audience to root for the underdog and all that. And we yeah. had all of that in here. And the cool thing was too, it wasn't just OJ um, as the one against the monster. They had to come together as a community, as a team. And that was pretty cool. And yeah. they did some neat things. And uh, yeah, I like the filmmaker that shows up with the camera that doesn't need yeah. electricity. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> That's for good. Didn't I tell you he showed up with a non-electrical camera? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should have. Yeah, oh, that uh, was pretty cool. Yeah. Y'all should have rehearsed that, man. Yeah. We should have. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Look, we're going to go. One, two, three. There it is. Wow. Yeah, you they're going to be here. doing We're having yeah. a party here tonight, and they'll be doing this all night. Yeah. All night. I hope not. All right, so uh, characters. Yeah, the uh, what was the character's name? The filmmaker. He was the kind of in Hollywood, the uh, crusty, award-winning cinematographer. I called him jaded. Rob just so I could. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was his uh, name? I resemble that. No, uh, no, I like this character though. It took Antlers. me a moment. Antlers Holst. It took me a moment Antlers to realize. Holst, yeah. I, I, by a moment, I mean I, until Lewis told me. <laughs> 
He was wearing a skirt the whole time, which I thought was a statement. He's just Scottish. He's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why was he wearing a skirt? And he's like, well, he was Scottish, wasn't he? And I was like, oh. Uh, well, th- th- that's ultimately what um, intrigues him. So when she calls him, what's he doing? He's watching... He's watching predators. Animals. Predators. Yeah. yeah, he's watching animals. Lions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um and he's even watching it whenever he sees the news. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's like, "Oh, I want to capture this thing." So that's yeah. some pretty good writing too because without telling us all about this guy, yeah. we got to observe him in his environment and remember his uh, editing bay setup, he's like looking out into some kind of weird garden through a glass window or something like that. And then on the monitor, he's watching like alligators and jaguars fighting it to the death and different mm-hmm. clips he's putting together. So we got to kind of understand what his focus is and kind of who he is. And um, then when you start realizing, oh, he filmed all this and some of it because it looked old. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I grew up watching Tarzan, the ape man and things like that. And the movies always had the scratches and stuff like that. But you sense that he was using that I'm gonna watch it a third time. I wish I'd watch it last no, night. No, I was but thinking he was using the crank camera. Not to crap on the movie, but I was thinking the whole time when they're outside, just the exposure and how crazy that would have been on that camera. That he's, but just the idea of that is a very cool idea. And I also like, even though it didn't make any sense whatsoever, I liked when he like took the. I don't know if it was another portable version of it or if it was just the same camera, but when he went like up into it, that was kind of cool, but they had two cameras, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was two cameras. Also, like the other theme of like the spectacle and like how we're naturally drawn to them, I felt that was cool Mm. until they brought the. Oh boy. That guy. TMZ? TMZ guy. Okay, we have to talk about TMZ guy because yeah. that's that's the that, weakest link for that me. That took me out of the phone. So, like, dude rides up on an electric motorcycle. Yep. Yeah. That's fine and dandy. He's got a mirror helmet on that looks like the VFX ball mm-hmm. um, that freaked the horse out before. I get that connection. Sure. But part of me wants to say they had to get another mirror ball thing in there, so they just came up with a TMZ reporter. Right. But I think you're on it. They had to have deleted something I think to set a, that character. I up. think there's a phone call that Kiki made that with TMZ where she's like trying to get them out, and they're like, "Nah." And then they come out at the end, and then that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. The problem is that is not in the movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. he just comes out, and she's like, "Oh, it's TMZ," and I'm just like, I remember yeah. we were yeah. like. What? Where did that come from? Because this whole movie, you you never hear the words TMZ. It's never established. And then they made a very non-name character, very distinct looking with the mirror ball thing. And like, he was the only character that didn't seem real to me. Like, his arm is literally backwards. He's like, get my phone, take a picture, please. get a picture before you pick me up or something like that. He's like what older people think millennials would say, you know, it's... How old is Jordan Peele? Uh, I don't know. 40s? He's, yeah, he's, gonna be, he's right? shaking his head at us right he's, now. Yeah, How old are you? <laughs> I can't hear you. He said 147. <laughs> wow. So um, you just made me think, you know, how the uh, mirror ball freaked the horse out. Mm-hmm. I bet you there was another scene they were planning or took out or something where the, it was coming down to eat the guy and it saw the mirror ball and freaked out and flew away right. or something. Because huh. it's like yeah, there was a reason for that mirror yeah. helmet. The right? problem is it's not in the movie. Yeah, but right. I think I think it's going to be a, a more iconic. Like out of all the, the the movies that Jordan Peele has done, I think this is the one for me that in like twenty years, I think people are going to talk about because it it feels the most like a. And people have been comparing it to like Close Encounters of the Third Kind and stuff like that. Because, signs, signs, yeah. Because 
it's it's got a great journey, but once you get there, you can still rewatch it yeah. and not like I feel like with his other ones, like especially us, once you know where it's going, a lot of that journey is diminished because yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you know I've said before, I'm not one to rewatch movies and right. now I have a new uh, enjoy the second watch and the third watch because you start picking up on more things and you start putting the you start kind of feeling the filmmaker the director's yeah. vision I think after you watch it more and you catch those little things but this is definitely one of those that you watch it once and it's like I gotta watch it again I watch it the next day the second time and I will watch it again I wish I'd watched it last night so it's fresh yeah but any movie that I watch and then like three days later like I see a cloud and I go oh god mm. mm-hmm. it's like that's a good movie because it did something it affected me somehow yeah yeah well there's things that I hated about it as uh. well you want to hear those um we're so, still on the hating stuff I mean I've been doing that this whole time I don't know it's not a segment. <laughs> like, like I already said, it, I hate it that he spent so much on the horses to feed them to the monster. I hated that. He should have been more thing frugal. is, is like the, well, we got to talk about the scene first off because it's like the scene that got thank me. You, thank you. Is when they, when the sprinklers go on in in the um, in the rodeo arena, and uh, he goes in there and turns off the lights, and then like there's like something standing there. I was freaking out. Yeah, he goes just, to leave and flips the lights. Uh, yeah. He goes uh, to leave and the lights come back on and yeah, he turns yeah. around and you're looking at the alien in a shadow and you have no idea. And then it like moves and you can sense that it's moved, shape is moving towards the camera and then it's like, I don't know yeah. about you guys, but I was sitting there going. <laughs> yeah, I, he's I like, love, like, he's a like, big nope. horror fan. I love that team. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that that was uh, and that scene was, had me freaking out. My favorite yeah. part is the end of that scene where he just punches the crap out of that child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he, he, here's my thing that I hate about it is child abuse. Is is we're from the south, <laughs> and and any rancher in the south would have just shot, shot like <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> just like he was in California, so yeah. yeah. But but even so then, it's like, like it's a, it's a little like those kids would have been dead. Or, I'm surprised he wasn't. He got punched in the face, fell on his back, got straight up laughed, and then ran out. And I think Tori said this the other day. She's like, "You're hanging upside down." The kids hanging upside down. All his blood is rushed to his head, and then this grown man, not a small guy, OJ, with a lot of adrenaline, with a lot of adrenaline, punches <laughs> just. When I say the crap, I mean the crap out of this kid. Dancing he just up laughing. That that was uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Absolutely, yeah. for sure, man, for sure. What? I thought he was pulling out his phone, but I was like, dude, he's about to pull out a gun. Yeah, yeah. He's about to shoot this thing. He pulls out a shotgun out of nowhere. Because at that point, you still don't know what it is causing right. all this, and your first thoughts like, these little aliens, <laughs> they're about to drag him outside and into the ship. Yeah, they're gonna go probe this. All right, so you guys know how it is when you see something you can't comprehend it. Your mind fires, you know, a thousand mm-hmm. ideas per like millisecond. Mm-hmm. My mind was like just racing, trying mm-hmm. to put it together. It is a spaceship. These are little aliens. And mm-hmm. and then I thought when I kind of saw the alien, I thought, well, that's not very creative, right? It's kind of like cliche aliens and stuff and then oh man but the scene and then he turns and says nope yeah <laughs> but then he nope. gets his phone out i'd have been going bah, 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 that's what i, that's <laughs> what I thought I, he went for his phone i'd have been blowing light switches I, I thought, off the I, I was like, this dude's pulling out a gun 
he's about to kill this thing, yeah. and I'm about to be like, that's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, nope. Yeah. Well, and I remember I went to the restroom when I uh, saw it in theaters, came back right when the scene was happening, and I was like, what up, miss? Because <laughs> <laughs> when I, well, it, I saw the whole scene, but like, when I left, they were just talking, like him and Kiki were talking, mm -hmm. come back, and all of a sudden, there's these little aliens, and I'm like, I missed a pivotal part here. I think that might be my, like, my favorite sequence or scene in the entire movie. What about you guys? What, is, is, are there other scenes that are like, and now we know the one of the the second opening scene where things fall from the sky yeah. and dad yeah. gets killed and when it's raining blood too yeah. when they're in that house like the cinematography and like the oh, spectacle of that scene yeah. where um where, when we see it from oj's perspective and like you just see this red cloud slowly moving towards him yeah and yeah. uh i think that's the only part of the movie that is like horror yeah like, yeah like that's what when people ask is there like actual horror elements and i'm like that's the only thing in it but even then it's like it, it's all motivated by it's a alien creature like yeah. pooping it's almost <laughs> like an octopus in the sky or something yeah, yeah it's yeah, a like natural a, thing and it's just living or whatever yeah so it looks like a stingray that's yeah it does yeah. what yeah, did you make scary. of the um the mouth or whatever that square shoot kind of thing because that was kind of weird to me I but kinda, I think they were mixing mechanical and yeah. organic. I kind of liked it, but I don't. I liked parts of it. I, I don't like the uh, like plastic look of uh, the inside when all the people are going through and screaming. Mm -hmm. It just kind of look. And even the opening credits are like the inside of it, and it mm -hmm. looks like the inside of a van or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was like, what is? Is this it's a like parachute? a heating duct? Right, right. Yeah. It looks plasticky, and that, that's the only thing. Is like. I, but as far as like its full form, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Why was it so compact, like a tornado vacuum going across and eating stuff? And it was like it was almost saucer shaped, right? Yeah. And yeah. then at the end, it. I think it's like yeah. a peacock. Yeah. He got mad. Was, yeah. yeah. Got really mad. Is that angry? Like, Is that what up. that was? Like maybe up. with like so many eyes looking at it, it was like flaring up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, is that green square? Was that its beak? I have no idea. Because it like did it not like kind of pinch that way? Like, <laughs> well, it, it kind of like flared out, radiating, like, yeah. radiating thing like mm. that. Like, it's like that didn't scream organic to me or animal in any yeah. way. And that's where I was kind of yeah. like, mm. I think to me, it kind of looked like a flower almost. Like yeah, that, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, nature's crazy, man. So yeah, I think oh. this might be a little reaching, but I did hear like people saying it kind of looked like a camera lens like and it's kind of playing on how yeah. like oh, okay. the people now are like sort of fixated on cameras and like wanting to be seen and it's sort of a metaphor like of him having to look at the camera lens to save his sister right oh wow that's pretty good yeah. that's pretty interesting yeah. oh the music's great in that scene too i have yeah. to say that i listen to that while, while i'm driving and I, you'll drive fast yeah. I'm getting like I it? get Western. Right off that I'm kidding. No. <laughs> yeah, I had it had uh, the lost horns at one point, and it's yeah. like oh, yeah. you can't do use that in a film because then I'm know. like thinking of Sawyer and Kate. Kate and all yeah. of them. <laughs> it's like you can't do that because yeah. it takes me out and into my world again. You know, I'm sitting <laughs> in the seat again. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I like the the compact. It's like. This is a, a alien, but it's also an animal. It's not a flying saucer. It is the animal. And, yeah. And it's like sucking people up. Yeah. It kind of remind me of like those like fish that like go to the bottom of the ocean. Like, 
yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a sturgeon or something like that yeah. with the mm-hmm. suction tube. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so um, anything else you want to throw out about characters and things like that? Well, I do, I do like I like the uses of note. I I, I know maybe you don't, but well, like, I, when he's opening the door and he looks up, he's like, "Yep, it's a bubby." Nope. I think mm-hmm. the marketing was smart, but also like all I had seen on the marketing was just them saying nope. And so at a certain point, that's just not clever. So the fact that that's in it in in the movie so much is just like, I get it. Let's yeah, I'm watching dope. I, let's go. You know? Yeah. In yep. some parts of where like when he's in there with the little aliens, he's like, nope, because that's exactly what we'd say. Except you know mm-hmm. we'd have a shotgun. But uh, <laughs> but so like I liked it. It's just I'd have taken 50, mm-hmm. 60 steps before I yelled. Yeah, nope. exactly. <laughs> I might be saying some other words around. You know, <laughs> I don't normally say those words, but there are occasions. If I saw maybe. little furry creatures in, in a <laughs> barn like that, yeah, I'm saying, sorry, I would say I'd be that. saying syllables. Yeah, I don't know about kids. I would punch the crap out of kids. I, I like the realism of it. Of like, you know, you with Gordy, you um, you try to tame this beast, and there's consequences to that. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like with the horses and stuff, there's you know that's how a horse would react. You know, mm-hmm. like the realism when they're on the set and he's like, he's like, don't like, don't look at the horse. Don't like <laughs> stay away from it. And the guy's just like, I'm a VFX guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I want to do what I want. And mm-hmm. the horse like kicks the bucket or whatever. Right. It's like. Kicks the makeup bag out of the woman's yeah. head in the cloud. That was pretty good. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I would poop myself if that happened. To <laughs> yeah. A horse like. Yeah. All right. So, um. All right, so did we finish? I I liked it. I really liked it. Um, I'm teetering on liked it or maybe loved it, but I loved so much of it, and so much was done well. I think it's a strong 7 out of 10 on IMDb for me. IMDb. Yeah, you said it right. (laughs) IMDb's got a 7.0. I rated it a 7. Yeah. After a third watch, I think I might like it more than Get Out. Oh wow! Yeah. See, I don't know if I like it more than Get Out yet, but I liked it more I, than Get Out. Really? Wow! I think so. I feel too, like yeah. I will because I've rewatched Get Out like three or four times, and while it still holds up with every re- rewatch, once you know where it's going, it kind of diminishes the journey. Same for mm-hmm. us, but you know, us is a little more extreme because it's all in the journey. This one, I feel like you know where it's going, but it's still going to be fun to get there. Yeah, like I, this is one of those movies I think I could rewatch. Yeah, over, over and over. Yeah, yeah, Get Out. Um, I like this much more than Get Out because I think Get Out got into a pol- a political kind of messaging, you know, subtly at times, and I think other it relies times not on so a twist. Subtle. Which what? I think it relies yeah. solely on on the twist, yeah, right. if if you will, you know, right. the whole movie is kind of the twist. But. Yeah, and Nope is it's like Jaws. I could watch yeah. Jaws again right now if we said let's watch Jaws. Because it's an experiential kind of roller coaster yeah. ride, and you know, Nope has more of a twist. Like Signs had the twist. You know, it's not really a twist. It's just kind of like something you didn't expect. But it's not like a harsh, yeah, like oh, it's misdirection. Yeah, I picture uh, Signs and Nope as like unfolding, and you're getting information new, yeah. and that's why it's like a real life experience because the characters don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. You're learning at the same time they're learning, mm-hmm. and it feels like you're part. It's like um, this is filmed out in a valley in the California high desert canyons and stuff like that. 
I could feel the dust in my teeth when I was watching mm. Nope. You know what I'm saying? It might just be the movie theater you were in. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it was here. It was here. Yeah. We need a vacuum yeah. a little more. <laughs> and it's like uh, Jaws, you know, so every once in a while when I'm watching Jaws, I swear I can smell copper tone yeah. uh, lotion. I can taste the salt air. I can feel sand in your shorts kind of deal. It's like, uh, I think that has the same effect, which is right. visceral and emotional and, you know, just... It's really good, man. Mm, yeah. I recommend it. I highly mm. recommend watching this one. Nope. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so budget, what do you guys know what the budget was? Or if I'll, you don't, I'll take a stab. 140 million. I'll take a stab. I think it was 90 million. Anybody else? I have not looked mm. it up. I'm not looking. I'll tell you what it was. It was $68 million estimated budget. Nice. That's um, in, in today's terms, that's not huge. It's medium budget. Yeah, it's which medium. is crazy to say that. But yeah, it's that's medium. just crazy. It's, it's towards the lower end, which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, what do you th- expect the worldwide gross to be, roughly? A 140. What? Owen. <laughs> Owen. I was billion. like, Owen is not a number. <laughs> billion. Um, I'm going to say. How much did it cost? Let me just get it. 68. I'm going to say it's done over 600. Oh, over seven hundred. It's done one hundred sixty million. Oh, okay. So it's made almost one hundred yeah, million. Yeah, I guess I just expected it to do more. I don't know yeah. why. Well, look, you think about it. If you clear ninety million dollars oh, yeah. on a movie, it's like it's a success yeah, for sure. It's, and it, they also huge. they they follow that trend that I don't get nowadays, where they had the movie out in theaters only for a month. And then yeah. they went straight to streaming, and it's still in theaters, yeah. but it's on streaming, and I, I just never get that because if it's on streaming, you're not going to get the same revenue, yeah. and then the same studios are going to sit there with their arms crossed, like it's not making money. Yeah, because you put it on streaming. You realize you do realize you're starting to sound like an old guy. It's like, why aren't they doing it the way they always did it when I was growing up? <laughs> well, I'm all for innovation when it makes sense, yeah. or especially when it makes money. But I just I don't know how you're making money. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Not. I'd love to hear producers explain. Well, right. here's our thinking here. Sure. You know, ninety percent of the viewers are going to watch it on streaming, and where's it streaming? Is it HBO? I don't know. I actually don't know, but I know it is available for streaming because we streamed it somewhere. All right. Well, <laughs> let's not beat a dead horse. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> let's not throw keys at. Live horses. At Live horses. Old cowboys? Anyway, no, those are nickels. No, uh, All right. So, um, yeah. So, pretty good. Tori was pretty quiet. You got any last thing to say before we go? So, he was on the show when he was younger. And, obviously, there was that terrible incident that, that happened with the monkey. But yeah. his... Chimpanzee. Fast forward a few years and his kids and their little monkey suits. Or, they're not monkey suits, but they look like the chimpanzee. And so, that was a way of... That was a way for him to manifest that trauma to and kind of to cope with cope, it. Cope with the monkey suits. Cope with cope it. with the monkey suits, but also like their faces, the masks or whatever. They look like the cameras that they had on set of the Gordy Show. If you kind of oh. just go back and watch it, they look exactly alike. Oh. Is that where they keep the film? I don't know. Why I'm wearing it like that. Is that where they keep the <laughs> the film canisters yeah. because yeah. the eyes were so far apart, like mm-hmm. the side of a camera with film. But yeah, look at the mask on the the suits, and then look at the camera. Mm. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to throw a picture on the screen. A side by side. Yeah. So you're telling me that his kids traumatized him the same way a killer chim- chimpanzee? Is that how yeah. kids are? Yeah. yeah. Were they his kids, actually? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I guess it was a way of him trying to overcome and take control right. of a situation that took control of him. 
Yeah. Well, if the theme is overcoming monsters, like so, yeah, that was are, his attempt his to. Own, but then in the end, obviously, we know what happens. Monsters. He's trying to overcome. Created them. Now he's overcome. <laughs> now he's got to <laughs> punch the crap out of him. <laughs> so get a black man. That's pretty good insight. <laughs> It has to happen. Yes. Oh, uh, we should uh, take a moment to say stuff about our sponsors. Who sponsors this? Sponsors. DeSoto Arts Institute (laughs) is who we are. DeSotoArtsInstitute.com. Check us out there on YouTube. Follow us at... uh, DeSoto Arts Institute. Is it? I thought you said it had letters after it or something. But you can search. Just look for DeSoto Arts Institute. And while you're there, check out some of our films. uh, Truth Lies Upstream, Outside Arcadia, Knots for family stuff uh, we got some cool stuff out there and rockwell visual um let's thank rockwell visual rockwell visual for anything visual that's going on the screen we do it uh whether it's motion graphics uh high-end corporate work tv commercials public service announcements no podcasts. horses not yet depends on the money we do have the vfx ball but we just yes. got to get a horse to freak out yeah yeah probably wouldn't be hard to freak a horse out now that we've yeah. seen it done we've done probably. it if you watch our outside arcadia that's our most like sci-fi film we've done uh, that has some horses in it and you want to talk about almost getting kicked by a horse that almost happened to me <laughs> and let me say if you do watch it pay attention to some of the horses in the field they're not there oh so we have our own Ooh. vfx techniques so uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, leave a comment. Are we going to do a comment from last week? You got anything prepared? Oh boy, no, no. we not. <laughs> good, good. Nope. nope. So <laughs> you guys aren't commenting enough. Yeah, y'all got y'all got comment, right? Leave a comment, please. We yeah. actually got a bunch on the Elvis one, so uh, appreciate all you Elvis fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out the Elvis podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we attribute its amazing success to us. Hashtag Elvis. And, and just us. It, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, because we're we're, we're fantastic. <laughs> what did you say, Louis? The Jordan Peele movie or the country U.S. <laughs> Both. Yes. Also, Jordan Peele's over there nodding in approval. So. Get out. Not <laughs> dang. Us. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Let's have a whole podcast where we just quote movie titles. Yeah. I, I think we're done. I think this is done. We have beat the dead horse. See y'all later. Peace out.